Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. I'm Eric, and joining me is, as always, Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Rider. Also joining us is David, who survived the winter wasteland and snowshoed his way here today. Yep, that's exactly it. I snowshoed to the internet. Mm-hmm. I'm that's also how it works. <laughs> I'm also windrunner on the forums. Mm-hmm. Lastly, we are required by law, <laughs> by law, on this podcast to include Alex, despite you literally being in a high storm, well, thunderstorm, uh, currently. Yes, and I am Feather Rider on the forums, and of course, I am here to talk about Renarin come hell or high water, so. You might get high water. Yeah, definitely. Storm. <laughs> yep. I could literally see, th- this isn't a video podcast, but I could literally see the lightning going through Alex's window. So It's that going was out like, there. Seeing it through, not... It, it was coming through the window. Yeah, like the lightning <laughs> shattered my window and electrocuted me right before we started recording. It was so important. I gotta stay. Hold the ambulance. <laughs> so today, guys. Oh, I'm I'm chaos on the forums. Uh, today we are going to talk about Xianat, corrupted spren. Void binding and uh, how it's all related to Renarin. So hey. we we did have to legally include Alex, or else we would all be murdered in our sleep. I'm really. holding them all at gunpoint, just so you know. You're going to electrocute us, <laughs> yeah, with, with my new gun. electricity powers. <laughs> you, c- you control lightning. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. This just um, in: Alex is the protagonist of Dark One. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's all based around her. Uh, yup. Uh, oh, so there will be Oathbringer spoilers in this podcast. Uh, we're back on some Oathbringer stuff. Uh, and if there's other spoilery things, I'll put that in the description. <laughs> um, we do have some news, though. Let's start with that before we get into it. Uh, to no, to no one's surprise, <laughs> there is a new secret project on BrandaSanderson.com's <laughs> progress bar. <laughs> Oh no! Yes. What's new? Like, uh, last time we had a secret project. Uh, it was Skyward. Uh, the time before that we got Mistborn Secret History, and the time before that we got Bands of Mourning. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because that was wasn't a true secret project. Because yeah. we just had it was no so idea secret and we didn't get a progress bar. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That is true. We we didn't even get a a, a progress bar yeah. until Amazon screwed it up and made everyone aware of it. But you know, oh my gosh, whatever. yeah, Brandon, oh. I oh. accidentally this entire sequel Sanderson. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> hey guys, Eric here, coming in from the future, and I just wanted to say that before we speculate away. On if this secret project is Cosmere or not. Uh, Brandon did post that it is not Cosmere. It is a novella. And so, thought I'd let you know before everyone says, Wow, these guys don't know what's going on. Because we record these in advance. I did think I'd leave the speculation in because it has some inadvertent hemology puns, which I found to be very amusing uh, in editing. So that's what we got going on here. So I'll cut this back in and leave past Eric to 
make a fool of himself as always. Um, so what, what do you guys think the secret project might be? Uh, he has said there's not going to be Cosmere for 2018. Uh, that it will be a while before he starts, uh, Wax and Wayne. Uh, he'll be until the fall before he starts working on it. And for that to be a 2019 release. So I would anticipate it not being a Cosmere novel that is as big as that. Mm-hmm. So there's the possibility mm-hmm. it's a Cosmere novella, but my yep. deepest desire is that it's the Otslanian, which is the sequel Boo. to The Red Oh, that's hmm. true. Like, I that's want true. it so bad. Could be possible. Uh, yeah, I'm really hoping for a Cosmere novella. I would love to see if he just sometime in the last six weeks just cracked Silence Divine and is like, oh, I'm just going to bust this out <laughs> real quick. Probably unlikely. I think... Like other realistic possibilities include that he's finally figured out Alcatraz Six because this is right around the time he was supposed to be bouncing mm. ideas off of uh, Jancy. I, I'm forgetting her last name. Patterson. Who's going to be Patterson? That's going to be co-authoring it with him, hopefully. So maybe he's figured that out. But I'm hoping Cosmere novella, Cosmere short story. It's been a while since he wrote Oathbringer, actually. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he did say he was going to be working on the outline for that. So and the timeline would match up. Whether or not that would get a, but I don't see why it would be a secret project because he, right, he exactly. told us he was going to be doing that. Yeah, I if mean, it's a secret project, then he can't tell us about what it is right now because either it's uh, either it's something that he's just trying that might not work out, so he doesn't want to tell anyone about it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I was gonna say. Which after or it's super secret. Yeah, which after mm-hmm. Apocalypse Guard didn't turn out like he hoped and that was kind of really hyped up i can understand Mm -hmm. him wanting to Mm -hmm. keep things on the down low which breden is fantastic about communicating with his audience much more so than a lot of other writers not naming names (laughs) but (laughs) we all we know yeah and there's nothing wrong with that um so it, it, it's why I'm it's not a, really upset. Like, f- sure, like, keep this quiet until you're ready to talk, talk about it. Like, he's so clear, so open about everything else that I don't begrudge him keeping a few secrets. <clears throat> he must also, know, though, yeah. that he's just, like, you know, like, dangling a bell over our heads right now. Just going, I wonder oh, what yeah. this is, you know? Like, that we're all just going a little stir-crazy. Yeah. I mean, we're very lucky that we're in oh, a yeah. fandom that uh Brandon's like, I started a new project, two percent done. Like, oh okay. What is it? Yeah. You'll see. <laughs> uh we are recording this a bit uh in advance before uh its air date, so uh if there is news, I'll put it in the liner notes. And so you if you comment, but Brandon talked about it, it's just like yeah, yeah, we we record these in advance a bit, so you can um, laugh at us for being behind the times in the comments. That's true. All of that fun. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's suppose it is a Cosmere novella, which is not guaranteed in any way, but we like the Cosmere. So let, let's, let's us it's all right. some Cosmere uh, novella ideas. What, what could it be, maybe? Uh, there's Silence Divine, like Wendy mentioned. Yep. There's Wander Sail. 
I was going to say Wander mm-hmm. Sale. Yeah. Which yeah. I think it's a little early for Wander Sale. Like if it's meant to hold, appease us during the long breaks between Starlight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it, it seems a little mm-hmm. early for that. There's oh, mm-hmm. also if I was Brandon, uh, Oathbringer was such a massive project that I'd still probably want some brain space between right. actually writing Stormlight. Yeah, that's very Although true. He, he is outlining Stormlight four and five right now, right now, uh, and maybe he got really? yeah yeah Ooh. he said that actually a few months ago that it'll take like over a year to just get complete outlines for them. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's, oh, yeah, he's working on that. Yeah. So maybe he just got. Oh, I'm so excited for Wandersale. I have to write it right now because I mean he is thinking about that, but mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that's a possibility. It, yeah, there's. It could be the Silverlight novella. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. It still seems a little that early for that, bad. though. Yeah, I tend to agree. Yeah, it could be that six short story they talked about, the sequel to Six of the Dusk, that he's that's mentioned. True. That's true. That's true. Eric's favorite tale that Brenner's ever written. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I do think no, a sequel make not. will make it stronger definitely. in retrospect. Definitely. Um, I am my, a good yes. Cosmere fan who has definitely read all of Six of the Dusk and didn't stop halfway through. You didn't and miss I just, much. I just you didn't <laughs> miss much in the ending. Sorry. I really should. There's a perpendicularity. It. That's about it. That's, I have heard about I, the perpendicularity. There's, so. there's a perpendicularity. It's not. I mean, it's a fun I'm glad world. if you like six of them. It's a cool I, world. I'm, the story, the plot was not the strongest, but yeah. I'm glad if people like that. Um, My pet theory for uh, what the secret project is, is secret history, too. Wow. That's. Mm. Yeah. Don't get our hopes up. No, see, all right. Let me pitch it to you, okay? Okay. We heard at the Oathbringer tour that we will get a hemallergy table in 2018, this year. Right? Yeah. That's exciting. That is weird that it's 2018, but yeah. It is, I know, I know. That, exactly. Uh, and Look at the, the date, by the way. 2-18-2018. Does that not <laughs> amuse anyone else? <laughs> No, they all know uh, when we well, recorded I mean, this. Any, any <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyone in Europe's like it's eighteen to twenty eighteen. I don't get it. Um, anyway. um, but we heard that Secret History Two would be Marsh stuff, right? It, it, there would be some Marsh stuff. Yes, I have not heard that. This is very exciting to me. And mm-hmm. oh my, who God. has hemorrhagy? Marsh okay. nailed it. Half Life Three confirmed. Okay. Well, <laughs> nailed it. Okay, I think it's much more likely that the hemallergy table is for the Hero of Ages Leatherbound. Well, okay. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true too. I mean, that's true. Yeah. And Way to just like puncture that theory there. <laughs> it, that's my confirmed. reason to live to destroy other people's theories. Mostly mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it. Secret History 2 isn't just about Marsh. Like, it's True. more the entire gap between eras one and two. Like, it will deal with the Canva living in animal bodies because that was a thing for a while. They said, oh, we're not going to use human bodies or true bodies oh, for some right. reason. It's like, no, just oh. animals. Which, is that still yeah. is that still canon? Because I remember seeing that in like, the Hero of Ages like, Q&A, but I haven't seen it ever mentioned like since then brandon has mentioned that it is still canon during that time gap 
and that he would get into it in Secret History 2 if he ever interested is a lot of weird stuff in that time jump um yeah like spook century of rule where he was king of the basin for (laughs) 100 years yeah and and the basin's top ladies man i was gonna say (laughs) the good hundred years Uh, for him certainly um he had a good valentine's day um (laughs) for many centuries um but i I was just thinking hey if i'm thinking about lost metal as brandon right that's Uh, true maybe that got me excited about uh writing secret history too and maybe we have enough to see it now maybe we don't i don't know because we could never have gotten secret history one until we got bands and yeah Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i feel like we're not gonna get secret history two until after lost metal that's my thought too uh but yeah so i think he would hold off writing it until he finished with lost metal just so he has that all locked down true Uh, all of these things are true yeah, wait, what is he um, supposed to be working on right now, anyway? Oh, well. Uh, theoretically, Skyward. But he's we're yeah, through the second draft, so is he to revisions yet, maybe? Or probably, like, it's probably being beta-read before too long, but... Um, second draft is, like, incorporating... Yeah, um, is actually just fixing all of the things he noticed in... that were errors in the first draft, mm-hmm. I believe. And, like, fixing all of the weirdness of inserting and deleting characters willy-nilly that he does Mm -hmm. but he's done with second draft now so it's passed oh yeah so he's now he's sending it off to alpha readers which includes like his editor and his agent and his writing group Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so another idea that i just had is adamant which is the mini series of novellas that uh-huh. He's written oh, yeah. the first one, right, right, right. which may or may not be Cosmere. He hasn't. He said he might slide it in. We don't know what's happening with that. He he did say. I'm looking at State of Sanderson, and the status on Adamant is still possible in the near future. Mm. Hmm. Which this is his uh, Silence of the Lambs in space in story. Space. Uh, he he <laughs> has done a reading from the first novella, which. It it's an interesting idea. I'm I'm excited to see that at some point. Not that he, but he's going to, he's not going to start releasing until he has all of the novellas completed and then serialize them over the course of a single year. He, uh, he said that, uh, Wax and Wayne Four is on the slate after he finishes Skyward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's, I think he said September first was his hopeful start date for that. Yeah, well, that was his. That's the oh. absolute latest it can happen. Yeah, he wants. I, I guess he's not writing all of Skyward at one in one shot. At least that we've heard. Yeah. So. Well, he mm-hmm. hadn't made the decision yet, as far yeah. as I know. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that is weird. We do kind of have this break. I don't know. That's interesting. This is this is very mm. interesting. Yeah. Have we mentioned uh, Silence Divine yet? Because I yes. know Brandon did. Okay, I've been cutting out a little bit, so that's true. You, you, you have unfortunate, um, but yeah. 
Like, I mean, after we got Oathbringer, yeah, there's Ashen stuff, so maybe he's excited about Ashen. That's mm-hmm. possible, too. There's the Threnody novel, which it's longer than a novella, but so I don't think he I, would do it mm-hmm. just yet. I don't think he's writing something longer than Wax and Wayne 4, because that would, you know... Mm-hmm. Although I wouldn't be mad. Months. Yeah. I, I would love <laughs> Threnody novel. Oh, yeah. If Brandon's just... I'm so excited about Threnody. I'm just going to write a Threnody novel. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um, any any last thoughts on uh, Secret Project? I don't think so. Better be Cosmere. If not, I'm sure it'll still be good, but you know. I mean, it is we- weird to have a big Cosmere break. Uh, when was the last time we had a huge Cosmere break? That 2012, when Emperor's had... Soul came out. Oh, that's true. Well, that wasn't a break. But we that was the only thing that came Emperor's out that Soul. year. It was an it was like a secret project, last minute, small novella. It came out in like December, if I recall correctly. So that was no, the last. It came out in like the middle of the year, if I remember really? correctly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I it was, was the Emperor's Soul and Legion that came out that le- that year. Mm-hmm. But that was the last Have time we... we had not a novel. That's the closest that we've got That's that true. I can recall. So we've mm-hmm. never had a full year with no Cosmere at all, right? Not We're that I recall. So I don't think so. Freaking spoiled, y'all. Yeah. Wow. Yes, we are. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. All the Thank Game of Thrones fans Brandon. are just sitting there in so, silence. I know, right? it, so it would be weird to have 2018 not have that. So maybe that's on Brandon's mind. Uh, but I I don't want to get everyone hyped up for it being Cosmere because totally might not. Technically, don't we for- are getting White Sand Volume what? 2 in 2018. Let's pause so for that cheers right count. now and applause. <laughs> That doesn't count. Listen to I our podcast to from two weeks ago. Last week. Uh, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm confused at what the timeline is at this stage, but I know, uh, yeah. on our <laughs> podcast, but whatever. Uh, at in February, February, uh, listen to our White Sand podcast. Um, yeah. So who, who knows? Uh, it, it totally might not be Cosmere, though. Um, one other piece of news is uh, the Reckoner's board game Kickstarter is going awesomely. Yep. It's funded. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's well like, over very quickly. Yeah. 12 hours it was done. So it's good. Cosmere mm-hmm. fans get it done. That's right. Even though this isn't Cosmere. Well, it, we're, we're all Cosmere fans. Reckoner's is not in the Cosmere. Let's just, yeah. let's just put that out. But are we sure? Yeah. And so <laughs> as stretch fired. goals, they've been adding Kickstarter promo epics that are going to be included. And one of them is an epic named Quicksand, who looks an awful lot like Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's good. And is con- yes, confirmed to be based on Brandon. It ju- this just it. amuses me greatly so much that's wonderful i love seeing random brandon references in like weird indie games it's like wait a minute what mm-hmm. that uh it's so funny uh cool okay. well let's get into it uh so we have a lot to talk about with uh our maybe one of our favorite unmade i would imagine oh this is absolutely my favorite unmade she's the best uh this isn't my favorite unmade everyone knows my long love affair of with by Mishram. <laughs> that's my favorite unmade 
But uh, we're going to meet her, and you're going to screen end up time with her. that one. That's <laughs> a heck yep. of a way to phrase that too. Um, yep. Long love affair oh, yeah. since please, the last desolation. Please don't. Oh no! I had yeah, a good down on that I, one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doubling down. <laughs> All right, there's doubling food. down. Okay. I had a good Valentine's Day with her. She was in prison, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm dead. This is my corpse. So, Shianat, let's just let, let that go by there. Uh, so, uh, Shianat, which uh, is apparently not pronounced Shianat. Yes. Oh, so, is it not? No, no. So, I asked Brandon, because I read a lot of the books out loud, and I'm the kind of nerd who cares about the way that Brandon pronounces things. Which, disclaimer, if you're <laughs> listening and don't know this, there's no official pronunciation on anything for y'all no. at home. Say things however That's you want. true. But I like matching the way that Brandon says things. And he does ja-a-not. Like the sort of French ja. J. Ja-a-not is how Brandon says it. Like so that's that how better. I say it. Um, mm. But yeah, lots of people do sia-a-not because of the, the Vorin J is a Y. Yep, or that's, I mean, that's where I'm going to be. Yeah. So. Yeah. All, all of them work. Um, I wonder what the audiobook did. If you listen to the audiobook, please comment yeah, below. Because I have. I don't think any of us have listened to the audiobooks, right? No. 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 I am the audiobook. Sure I've heard they're well done. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, one person commented was like, why don't you guys just use the audiobook pronunciation? They're consistent. Yeah. No money. I'm like, I don't listen to audiobooks. That's all. I'm sure they're yeah, consistent, but I don't know if they're. <laughs> they're not necessarily like the accurate. Yeah. And they're not necessarily like true to in world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember that Kate Redding uh, pattern from Words of Radio? Oh, yeah. I remember that. I do remember hearing <laughs> that one. It's interesting. I like yeah, the, you were there. Yep. I've listened to the graphic, first third of the graphic um, graphic audio for Elantris. I hear those are quite good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Shanat. Mm-hmm. So, David, why don't you read this quote from Mythica about Shanat? This first quote here. Oh, yeah, sure. Of the unmade, Jean Nott was most feared by the Radiance. They spoke extensively of her ability to corrupt Spren, although only lesser Spren, whatever that means. So, we as readers know much more than random in-world scholar that wrote this, whose name I do not Hesse. remember. Hesse. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, there are there's the true spren, which are sapient spren, and then there's the subspren, which are like wind spren and anger spren and all of those more animalistic spren. So yep. mm-hmm. that's the lesser spren that Hesse is referring to here, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although I do feel like the Radiants are lying here. That has always been my read of it, given what we know about Renarin, that I don't know why they would be so afraid of someone who corrupts spren. And, like, talking about it a lot if they weren't actually, like, a little concerned about their own spren. Well, I, I don't think they're lying. I think they're afraid of the potential of, yeah, right now she can only corrupt lesser spren, but what if something changes? What if she gets more powerful? What if she starts being able to corrupt our spren? Like, that, that's, that would be terrifying. Whether or not it's and, consistent and with, of... what, with their current reality, like, that yeah. fear is not rational. No. Yeah. And that that's kind of what I think has maybe happened here that 
this desolation is different somehow. Um, we know that the Everstorm was not a thing that happened before during desolations. And maybe that's changed things. Maybe that's made the unmade more powerful. Maybe they have powers that they didn't have in the past. And so I think it's possible that uh, her corruption of um, Gliss and her ability to like corrupt the <coughs> Oathgate Sprin is possibly something that hasn't shown up before this because it wasn't she wasn't capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my my whole theory about uh, what I think is going on with the Renarin kind of ties in, like, by necessity with this belief, though, so I guess we can circle back to that later. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely think that Sianat has is not the same as she was in Desolation's past. It's been four and a half thousand years, and she is an individual. She has the potential to grow and change. She's just not just a mindless force. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we see that uh, in part three of Oathbringer, she corrupts an Oathgate Spren. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which mm. seems like a really big deal. Yeah. yeah. And, and she does mention that she had never been able to enlighten one of those before. That's right. So something is definitely different now. Mm -hmm, for sure. We we even saw that uh by Dimitrim uh gained a new ability <laughs> since the last desolation to the uh false desolation. Oh that's true. Mm -hmm. uh, so just so I just wanted to bring that in mind, not to just name drop Padamishram. But uh <laughs> And what yeah. was that again? Just to refresh. She uh, Yeah, I'll let yeah, you do this. Okay. Uh, so by Demetrium basically connected with all the Parsh and gave them forms of power. Uh, whereas in the true, in not the true desolation, but in the previous desolations prior to when the Heralds abandoned the Oath Pact, uh, Odium did that directly. So Odium gave them those forms of power and those void spren. Hmm. So uh, Baedemishram facilitated those forms of power. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked about this on the Part 3 Epigraphs podcast and our Recreants podcast that uh, it was uh, likely that that imprisonment of Baedemishram, which enslaved the singers, uh, was a key factor in the Recreants. I wonder if it it's not that they're not necessarily more powerful. It's just a matter of experience. It took right. they had to figure something out. They had to figure out a hack in order for Baidomishram to connect with the Parch Parsh or for uh Sianat to start corrupting more powerful spread. Here this is this is slightly off topic, but I wonder how much Odium can directly talk to the unmade. I, I would think because think about it this way if uh, after the last desolation Ba'edemishram has never got to encounter one of the fused again right as far uh, as we know now as far as we know right correct um so like could Odium have like given them that knowledge of hey you need hey this is how you connect with the parsh is it that simple or did they grow and learn something new hmm that's 
good point. Janat seems like it's not necessarily from Odium, but I imagine Odium commanded her to try it on the Oathgate's friend, right? Yeah, uh, right. Uh, yeah she, no, she was ordered to do so. Yeah, she was yeah. compelled to do it. Right, right. So, I that's an interesting question. Because, yeah. theoretically, the unmade are splinters of Odium. They are connected to Odium. Right. Through mm-hmm. the spiritual realm. Right. Odium exists primarily in the spiritual realm. So it's mm-hmm. possible that he could communicate with them. But, ah, uh, that's interesting. And we, we did have a word of Brandon that said that uh, often the way that Odium influences Roshar, he can't influence it directly like Ruin influenced stuff directly on Skadriel. Correct. Uh, and it's generally through the unmade. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that kind of leads me to think that even during... After the last desolation, Odium could still talk to uh, the Unmade totally fine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, see any reason probably. why they couldn't, necessarily. Yeah. I wonder what effect an Unmade being captured in a perfect gemstone would have. Would he That's still be able to oh, communicate yeah. huh. with them? Or would that interfere with that in some way? I could see it going or- either way. Oh, I just had another idea. What if, because Honor wasn't dead after the last desolation, right? So mm, maybe no. Honor could interfere with Odium talking with Unmade, maybe. I don't know. Like, try and stop it through mm-hmm. some... Yeah, that's a good point. ...action I'm, of some sort. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I, I feel like Perfect Gemstones would probably be able to separate... Um, like cut off people from being able to talk to the outside world just because they don't leak uh stormlight which makes me feel like investiture That's can't true. get in and out necessarily mm-hmm. but their and connection think, would still be through the spiritual realm i don't think that yeah, would necessarily true. be affected possibly although yeah, that i think like that i can see it going something I think that may have had something to yeah. do with what happened to to really take us off track real quick for a sentence. What happened with okay. Jezrean at the end? That like mm-hmm. the Oath Pact couldn't get to him because of whatever happened with that gemstone. That's actually a really good point. Uh, they felt that, but then he was gone, and then they yeah. could not feel him again, and then they passed out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my I leaning think I'm with on you that there, theory. Yeah. I'm with you too. Also, it would be dumb if you could seal an unmade and they could still like do stuff and Odium could still talk to them. That well, I don't think they could still do stuff, kind of, but yeah, sure. Well, I, I guess I was thinking of it uh, from kind of a physicsy perspective that if Odium could communicate with the unmade, maybe the unmade could communicate with other things, and I just don't think that that should be possible. Because that mm-hmm. that just all feels like the same mechanism, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, that's a good point. So, so I would think then with Xianat that, uh, well, once Honor was dead, I don't really see any reason why Odium couldn't talk to Xianat until this true desolation. But it also feels like Odium. I mean, Odium was doing stuff. He's obviously was talking to Dalinar the whole time mm-hmm. in the book, so he had a role in a lot of stuff, and probably more stuff than we realize. So, 
I wonder if what the Everstorm had something doing? to do with that, though. Oh, that's true. How do you mean? Well, because I wonder if Odium... We've seen so much more Odium in Oathbringer than we had like any influence from Odium in the past. I wonder if what Vinley was doing in summoning the Everstorm kind of opened up the path for Odium, kind of in the way that Vin does with the Well of Ascension and Ruin. That like the influence was there, but a lot more subtle until this kind of unlocked that pathway. I am definitely with you yeah. because we see that Harmony is able to influence things where the mists are. And it's very clear that Odium's able to affect stuff in the Everstorm. Yeah, I think right? at, at one point it yeah. said that he rides he rides the winds of the Everstorm like Honor once did to the High Storms. Like, they are very right. directly connected. Right. Yeah. He can't talk to Teravagian until the he's the Everstorm is over Urethru. Yeah. And, and, and the like he opens. can't And Venli. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Venli can only talk to him when there's an Everstorm. That's true. Uh, although... Odium, well, I, I guess that wouldn't matter because Odium could interfere with the Dalinar visions, which occurred in the High Storms. So I, th- I, I am, I think that's weirdness about the nature of the villi- of um the visions themselves. I, 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 I totally agree, and I also feel like this is one of those shardy things that could Odium, if he really wanted to, manifest in a certain place probably create an avatar it's probably just mm. <laughs> uh, according to the dictionary definition right right yes yes uh <laughs> but i feel like that's just too it's too much power for a shard to use right especially when cultivation is around that you you don't want to expend yourself unnecessarily so yeah. it's just like oh, i'll just use the everstorm yeah mm-hmm. like I, do I don't think a shard can create a physical manifestation of themselves without making themselves vulnerable in some way so Mm -hmm. sure okay yeah yeah yeah, this is very similar to the miss spirit from mistborn yeah and we saw miss this miss spirit well actually no after ruin was released the only time we saw him was right before he died. So okay. I circling back. That that was uh-huh. a very long tangent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was not a complete thought at all. So no, it wasn't. Uh, what's on your mind? <laughs> okay. So I was going to say that, oh well maybe it doesn't open themselves up to um being vulnerable because oh the misspirit is around all the time and but then I realized that the only time we see the misspirit after Ruin is released is right before Ruin kills him. Mm-hmm. And it's it's mentioned in that um Leras appeared to Elen to bolster his spirits and then that opened himself up to Ruin killing him mm-hmm. ultimately. It, it true. It's it's also not a one-to-one comparison due to yeah. the, the particulars of yeah. the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So, do we think Xianat l- learned this stuff? God. Sorry, let me phrase my question. <laughs> Odium knew that she could uh, actually enlighten an, Oath- an Oathgate spren, right? Yeah. I wonder why they couldn't do that before? 
I feel like that has to do with Honor's death. I honestly do. That he was more involved and protected. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, I mean, if if you send Ja not to corrupt all the Oathgate spren coming out of Erythiru, boom, desolation over, all your radiants are trapped. They gotta... That's... Yeah, suddenly you can't teleport all over the world. Mm-hmm. That's going to yeah. be a big Clearly problem. Clearly, the, Oath- the Oathgate spren had a strong relationship with Honor, mm-hmm. as we see. Because yeah. yeah. he's just like, he no, could, he forbid us from doing this. Yeah, he could yeah. directly interpose himself. Because an unmade versus a shard, the shard's going to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yes. now the shard's not there. Yeah, yeah that's true. What are cultivations right. doing? I, like I feel like she should be maybe helping out, but you know, maybe she's busy doing whatever she's doing. Maybe well, it was the it, both of them working together, and she can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, she can't protect without opening herself up to attack. Yeah, it could be. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was saying he he actually they actually only corrupted one of the spren, if I recall correctly, too, since they're like two sentinels, if I remember the description rightly. Right. So maybe right. they got I the they honor one. Tinged with red. I don't recall it being that way, but it's possible I'm misremembering. Uh, let's look. I let's think look it right was now. just one. Yeah. Uh, when we see them right after they go in mm-hmm. in part three, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Also, minor callback tangent quote from Hero of Ages. Either way, preservation did appear, and in doing so, exposed himself to ruins attacks. Direct yeah. quote. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the Oathbringer quote, but I, it, it depend. it totally depends on, uh, if, uh, both of them were, were corrupted, but I was just thinking that, uh, if only one was corrupted, then one could, one of the Oathgate's friend could be more cultivation-y and the other mm. one could be more honor That was my thought as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they are called Oathgates, which does sound a little more honorary, but yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it, it's that not- if only one was corrupted, that would, the Oathgate one- would stop functioning. One was pitch black in coloring, the other red. Oh, okay. So that's pretty clear. Because uh, the other one's supposed to be white. Okay, yeah. yeah. I definitely remembered that wrong. Because I thought they were both black and white tinged um, with, like, red running through them. I uh, Yeah, no, that's that's the quote. Uh, I mean, unless there's more quotes, uh, but this is the last one in uh, part three. I don't think there's anything right at the beginning yeah. of part four. Okay, mm-hmm. then I just am remembering things wrong. Yeah, I can't really see in part four when we're in Adolin's first viewpoint uh, where if we see both of them. Mm-hmm. My my logic was just that if one of them was of, like, there there would be a, not like a hung jury, but they they would be at odds. Like, it could, neither one could get the upper hand to actually make it function. Ah, sure. I just can't remember the word I want to use that describes it kind this. Of, it kind of makes sense that the giant black spren and the Oathgate spren uh, is the more cultivation-y one, mm-hmm. maybe? Because yeah. ink spren, I, I tend would- to feel like the shard, sorry, the orders that are on the left side is uh, 
you know, more related to cultivation than the ones on the right-hand side. I I, I would say lower left, upper right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but Sure. Because cultivation's friend is on the right side. (laughs) FYI. Uh... Yes. Yeah, that's, oh, that's maybe edge dancers. I'm, maybe I'm saying up and down. Maybe I'm saying up, yeah, up and down. I think, down, more, I think more directly up and down is really my division. Mm-hmm. with Yeah. Bomb, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But either way. Anyway. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that, that was a good conversation about uh, the Oathgate. Because I never really thought about one or both being corrupted, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, why don't you read this quote uh, that is Shalan talking with Janat? Uh, sure. So, um, it, this is from chapter 84. It says, Shallan regarded the figure in the mirror. It had spoken. What are you? They call me the taker of secrets, the figure said. Or they once did. One of the unmade, our enemies. We were made, then unmade, she agreed. But no, not an enemy. The figure turned human-like again, though the eyes remained glowing white. It pressed its hands against the glass. Ask my son, please. You're of him, Odium. The figure glanced to the sides as if frightened. No, I am of me. Now, only of me. Shallan considered, then looked at the keyhole. By using pattern in that, she could initiate the oath gate. Don't do it, Ja'anat pled. Listen, Radiant. Listen to my plea. Ashert Marn fled on purpose. It, it is a trap. I was compelled to touch the spren of this device, so it will not function as you wish. That was, A, some good narration. Yeah. But also, <laughs> it's like you read these out loud to yeah. your family, Alex. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to decide if I wanted to do voices or not, and I was like, yeah, I'll just go for it. Oh, yeah. Might yeah. as well. <laughs> Show your stuff. Show your stuff. Uh... So there's a lot to talk about in this quote. Yeah. Um, so first, not necessarily of odium. So that's one big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's ask my son. Uh, my Who favorite topic. <laughs> I feel like Jean Nott and I are like mothers-in-law because our sons are related very closely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for those of you, if this is your first time hearing Alex on a podcast, Alex really likes Renarin, and uh, they're referring to Sh- Janat's son being uh, Renarin Spren, Gliss. Presumably. Yes. More than likely. But it's pretty clear. It's, it's pretty clear. At this point, if it's not Gliss, Brandon's got some splaining to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would just be needlessly complex for yeah. no reason. Yeah. And Brandon right. can make things complex for good reasons. So, like, yeah, definitely all signs point that this is Gliss. And I especially think that because of the way this is placed, um, in part three, before we know that anything is up with Renarin, if you're not me and had a hunch the whole time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's true, you did though. You did. I did, I did know the whole time. Uh, but yeah, you're definitely not you supposed since to words know of who this son she's talking about is and then later as you see oh Renarin has something up with his friend that's probably what Ja'anat was talking about one of those like go back and connect the dots sort of moments mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. right and we see Ja'anat uh, corrupt tons of spren at Kolinar and, that, and that's just what yes. she's she does she corrupts the lesser spren and uh, 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would say it's pretty clear it's Gliss. I don't think there's yes a lot of uh, controversy about that. Which I feel like brings up some interesting questions in, you know, was Gliss a willing participant in this? Um, the fact that I, I'm almost inclined to think so, because Ja'anat says to ask him, as though he were going to, like, vouch for her and say that, yes, yeah, she's true. trustworthy. I almost wonder that if, is true. you know, Gliss and Ja'anat, like, worked this out beforehand that Ja'anat wanted to defect and Gliss was going to be the mediator or something. I don't know. It's yeah, entirely it, possible. There's some true. interesting questions there. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Although he doesn't seem to remember a terrible lot. Maybe he remembers more that he's letting on, or he'll recall more later as the bond progresses. But like he seems well, confused I mean, yeah. about what he once was, even. Yeah. yeah. So I'd be surprised. Well, getting that odious investiture injected into him was, pro- even if it was consensual, it was probably a traumatic effect. Oh yeah, but I don't think oh. he can answer some questions very clearly right now, yeah, at least. Not right now. Yeah. That'd be well, so cool if it, know, this right? was like some grand pact between uh, Gliss and Janot. Mm. And I really like this Gliss idea. just couldn't remember because it was really traumatic. Oh man, that's cool. Well, and like I, we I said, that. oh, that there, there's a good chance that Gliss is the first Spren that this has happened to. The first like upper mm-hmm. levels. I don't want it. What's what is the term we're using? True spren. True spren. True spren. Cool. Good. True spren. That this has happened to. So maybe neither of them knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. don't agree with that statement. Alex. I absolutely okay. agree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we do we do we want to just read that quote right now because we're we're kind of on that topic uh, on uh, Renarin. Um, I had uh, one more thing oh, I was go going ahead. to say yeah, go if ahead. I can remember what it was. I do have the theory that um, resurrecting a dead shard blade, Siana c- could be a factor there. That just swear having someone swear the oaths wouldn't be enough, but perhaps through her manipulation of investiture, like she can provide something that's missing. Maybe that's what happened to Gless. Maybe Gless was a dead spren that she resurrected and that's why his memory is so fuzzy hmm. that would be crazy that would be legit crazy I think, for yeah, Adeline, definitely. <laughs> yeah yeah um so i want to just immediately talk about alex's point uh about this being the first true spren that janat has corrupted and we see in the uh, part three epigraphs where uh, we get the, they're the radiant gemstones that we see in drawer 30-20, which by the way is the exact same one where we hear about the strike force against Baid of Mishram. It's a huge deal. It's crazy. Important drawer. (laughs) It's really important. The most important (laughs) drawer there. Uh, And it says, don't tell anyone. I can't say it. I must whisper. I foresaw this. Oh, and it's a particularly small emerald, which, by the way, is a truth watcher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, this is why I don't believe the Mythica quote, because I think that the Radiants were concealing that it could happen. I think they didn't want anyone to know that they could be corrupted, that their spren could be corrupted. 
I well, one I wonder if it takes a willing spren. I wonder if people say, "Oh, she can't corrupt your spren because your spren would have to like agree to it," and most of the radiants aren't going to do that. So it's like, "Oh, well, you're safe. True. Don't worry. It's fine." But if someone agreed to let it happen, I wonder if she would be able to do mm. that then. That's true. Yeah, intention uh, is important. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Capital I intent, not shard intent. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, hey. Um, so I, I think this quote is very clear that that emerald, that truth watcher in the past, right before the recreants, had the same thing that's happening to Renarin as mm-hmm. it, that's the same thing. I agree. It's not highly probable. I yeah, yeah it, it, I think it's pretty probable. So, so there's kind of two questions there. So it, David thinks that Janat could always do this, uh, theoretically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It. I like the idea of a spren, uh, kind of agreeing to it because there's a lot of a. Uh, that time is not particularly great for uh, the, the Radiance. There's lots of uh, crap going down, as we see in mm-hmm. the part three epigraphs with uh, the sibling receding and such. Um, so, I mean, I do like that idea. I wonder if there's something else because there could be something else. Because Ba'i Dimitrim couldn't connect with the singers before, and in that 2,000 years, 2,500 years or so since the last desolation, uh, to the false desolation recreants time frame, mm-hmm. um, maybe they both could have learned more things? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's always yeah. the possibility that this Truth Watcher was blunted to Glass in the past. You know Spread what? do That's live totally a long true. time. <laughs> that's totally true uh man that whoa so if that was the case which would be crazy then i'm just imagining this radiant bonding this corrupted spren betraying oaths he's a dead shard blade then shanat comes back and infuses more odious investiture into gliss and brings gliss back to life uh, oh my god. That's where it breaks down a little, I would think. <laughs> well, because wouldn't Gliss just be around for 2,000 years then? And, like, why wouldn't Gliss just bond another person? They totally could. There's nothing stopping them, right? That, that, that's or what why if, I think like, it's got We don't know where Sianat has been for the last how 2,000 years. Well, that's certainly true. Mm-hmm. What if, like, he mm-hmm. was just living with mom? Like, <laughs> <laughs> not doing much need to get a job get out of the house come on I guess you're right because uh, if Gliss was in the cognitive and then moved to the physical then he'd forget things but I, I really like the idea that that moment of the odious investiture really like made Gliss not remember even if it was consensual perhaps yeah. for him to be mm-hmm. infused yeah. with that so it's like I like conflicting theories that i like different theories (laughs) for different reasons but they they can't jive together just yet we 
are definitely getting to the stage where we're talking about weird Oathbringer stuff that's like, oh, we don't really know. So we're just oh, kind of yeah. spitballing and just seeing what we Throw think. stuff to the wall, see what sticks, pretty much. I wonder, does Odium know about Glass? Did, Ooh, has Yanat kept that from Odium somehow? That's an incredibly fun question to think about and potentially write fanfics about. Because <laughs> <laughs> so really, really where my mind goes. Because we do know that in the diagram, when Odium goes to meet Teravangian and does that whole whoosh of text and right. stuff, that expanding it, yeah, yeah, that Renarin's name is in black. Yep, and so I think that that does seem to integrate that he wouldn't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's also very clear that Odium uh, cannot read minds. Like Janat couldn't do the things she does if Odium could do that, right? No, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be hard There's to be deceptive. Make a chest. He fell for Shalon's let's tell everyone I'm an else caller nonsense. So yeah. <laughs> apparently he doesn't see illusions very well either, or just wasn't paying well, that much attention. That probably but could yeah, just I, be that I think, uh, yeah, can't read minds. <laughs> he can't really observe the world in a like perfect way unless right. he's like through the Everstorm, right? Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Uh, you could lose a lot of minutia, even if uh, Odium's extremely powerful and very skilled. Also, probably because any minor like tendrils of his influence, cultivation basically immediately slaps back, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's also the so. fact that that Shalon is a lightweaver, and we've seen her using her search finding be quieter and harder to detect. So it's that, possible he can't detect point, her yeah. very yep. easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. That's tr- totally true. Um, yeah, he probably has to rely on mortal emissaries to do the information gathering. Yeah, probably. Um, because at this point, Amaram had already gone over to Odium, right? I would think. I believe. I believe there was something that made me that like gave me an idea of when he flipped, and I can't remember what it was. But there's yeah, yeah. It's really not clear, yeah. right? Because as far as yeah. Gar- Amram knows, she's a um, else caller. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. That and so he, Amram would be like, "Oh yeah, she's an else caller, trying to be all helpful," but he's mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think there's plenty of reasons for why Odium couldn't. Uh, there, there would be some holes in what he knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I imagine that this betrayal of Janat is very surprising to Odium, and maybe he doesn't know exactly what's happening yet. He, he's suspicious of her, she mentions at once, mm. when she's sending that, that corrupted glorious friend to talk to them in part four in Shadesmar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. But he's not sure. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um... Here's a question. Do you do we trust Janot? I then? do. Well, with no. my life. With my son's <laughs> life. I what trust if that she is earnest in her desire uh, yes. to join 
the heroes. But at this stage of the game, she is still a splinter of odium. So she would not willingly act against their interests, but odium is a factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna request like a sit down with Sean on a little explanation on why she's now just of herself because that all sounds awful convenient to me. Uh, I think that at the very okay. least that she thinks that she wants to join them. Uh, at this stage in time, I do not think that it is going to go smoothly, and we're going to have a really fun unmade partner that's just going to join oh, no. the team. It'll like, be all happy go lucky. Something will go wrong, in my opinion. Absolutely. Like on the other hand. Zeth joined up pretty easily, so <laughs> and I, you know, not my favorite the, part either. <laughs> the reads are maybe not vetting their new incoming allies quite as well as they perhaps yeah, should. I, I think that's mostly we haven't seen the fallout of Zeth joining true, yet. True, yeah. I feel like that was, was a sick joke. There were Navani extenuating right circumstances. There. I wonder if Navani is just like hanging out with Dalinar going like, man, when are we going to talk about this? Yeah, I don't know. But going back to the Siana being of herself now, I don't think mechanically she's any less of odium now than she was before when mm. you're just talking about right. the investiture that suffuses her. I think she's more mm-hmm. philosophically like, no, I'm I'm not working for him. Like I, I work for myself. Oh, so you think you think it's like that like it's just all her like she has changed her mind and decided to switch sides not that something has fundamentally altered her in any way no oh, yeah, yeah yeah okay because yeah, that was always right. my take on it but i'm probably that was just yeah. my initial assumption that i hadn't questioned since then so because going back to um mistborn again there's a conversation between tensoon and vin in well of ascension that mm. uh, Humans and Kolos are of ruin, and but the Kandra are mm. of preservation. Now, mm-hmm. Kandra are hemolytic constructs. Like, they very much depend on ruin for their entire existence. But philosophically, mm. they were preservation sleeper agents against ruin. Like, they... Yeah. Right. Yeah, mm. that's a really good point. That's yep. true. So, yes, there's the mechanical investiture that suffuses a being and then their philosophical outlook on okay who do they actually like and Mm. follow i totally agree i think uh that janat is earnest but i absolutely think we will get to a point where uh odium compels janat to do some stuff to our heroes that is really bad Which, My favorite kind of plot line. <laughs> and this kind of ties into a theory of mine that perhaps after that, there's they're going to find out a way for Siana to corrupt herself with like honor and cultivation investiture. Whoa. Like that'd be crazy. Which would like severely limit Odium's ability to do that. Like she would truly become herself. Mm-hmm. Right, you're down our Shianat, uh ship right now. <laughs> wow, wow. Oh no. Yeah. Cause, well, is that a good idea okay. for you, Alex? Yeah. Because right uh, now. Because then, then Shianat could be Renarin's mom. Easy. <laughs> I didn't realize we'd reached the stage of unmade shipping. <laughs> okay. There you go. I'm giving that to one. To continue yes. my point. Yes, go ahead. Um, Sorry. 
Because right now, Odium can just influence Yana uncontested because she is 100% of him. But if she gets some cultivation in her, then the cultivation can be like, no, no, she partially belongs True. to me now. Like, you can't do that. Well, that does depend on the specifics of how the unmade were created, right? True. Mm-hmm. Which which we, we know so know well. What, yeah. They were <laughs> we made don't know what, and then they were unmade. Like, what the crap does that mean? We have no idea what that means, right? Well, if they were so, the, created as the Dawn Shards and then Odium did something to them, oh, unmade yeah, yeah. them. If, if that's what I you buy. That. If that's yeah. what you buy. That. Which I kind of do. I don't do. buy that. <laughs> I don't buy that, personally. But, uh, yeah. So, like, that kind of depends on that. I kind of see Shana kind of like Marsh in Hero of Ages, only mm. a little more empathetic than Marsh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exactly that kind of mechanic mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, One other thing about Janat is that the Ghostbloods know about Janat, <laughs> which is kind what of crazy. What don't the Ghostbloods know about? <laughs> I was, I was going to say, this is kind of their MO. Like, Maurice is not scary because he's got, like, a blow dart gun and knows how to torture people. Maurice is scary because he knows things. This yeah. is mm-hmm. how he threatens people. Oh, I know things about your family. Oh, I know things about you. Oh, I know things about the unmade and the heralds and where they can find them and how to bait them. Like, that's why the mm-hmm. ghost See, in my opinion, Raze isn't as scary as Eodle. Eodle is a scary I, one. <laughs> I do agree. Which, she was criminally absent from this book. I am... That's true. No, I was that. bummed. But... but you know what? The Ghostbloods were criminally absent in this book. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It's true. Yeah. There wasn't Renar and POV really in this true. book. I would have rioted because of lack of Ghostbloods. But you... Yeah, but you got your Renar and POV. I did, so which is all 10, I'd ever so wanted. You no, know, perfect book. Perfect book. <laughs> Speaking of... You're, you're just going to be... Uh, Do we have any thoughts on the Ghostblood stuff before we... Talk about well, I think it just Michael. makes sense. Like they are a world world hopping organization. They can go to Shadesmar and find stuff out. It makes sense that they are more in the know than other organizations on Roshar. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, it's just uh, crazy that humans would know of this, but this plan wouldn't get by Odium. But Odium's suspicious of Janat, so that's fine. They can both know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I oh. I kind of think like my anticipation, which means that it's probably not going to be right, is that uh, <laughs> is that what's going to happen is Shalon is going to end up inadvertently pissing off Sianat while trying to either recruit or capture her for the Ghostbloods, and that's when things are going to go south. It's because she's going to break her trust or something, and that's not going to be a pretty situation at the end. But hmm. could be fun. That's. I just There's want Sian not to be happy. Same. 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 Like, her uh, dad's an awful guy. I just want her to get out of that situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Odium's... Uh, he has a very controlling relationship. <laughs> it's a very, very overbearing father and she yes. she never lived up to older, her older sister body mishram that's true. a tough time that's true. maybe that's she and shalon can bond about that i mean oh man 
there's so much we could talk about on where the ghost bloods arc should go mm. maybe that should be a podcast we should, i was gonna say that. if y'all do a ghost bloods podcast <laughs> i'm there just, just have uh uh a ghost blood well we are gonna have a secret societies one right that's true but i feel like we could talk about the ghost bloods a lot that can, um, that can spin off pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, if we we'll, have we'll Alex, we'll yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of Alex, uh, is it time now? It's time because obviously, uh, Shannot corrupted Gliss. And so, why don't you tell us what happened in Oathbringer with Renarin with regards to his power? Not everything. <laughs> All right. I'm cracking my metaphorical knuckles over here. I don't actually know how to crack my knuckles, so we're not doing it. Neither for do real. Either. I. I can't do oh, that. Okay. I also can't snap my fingers. It's I can snap it with one hand, but not the other. No, That's I've so never been weird. able to snap. I can't. I do guess it. since I can do both of those things, I'm just super talented. <laughs> yes, you are. Can you roll your tongue, though? No, and I can't whistle very well, so. Ha-ha! That I can't that. whistle. I can roll my I tongue, can. though. This is a strange tangent, so... This is a strange tangent. Say, Alex, tell us about Renarin. The, the important issues here. So, Renarin. Right. Um, I had long had a theory that something was up with Renarin, that his powers were not normal Truth Watcher powers, that those visions that he was getting were not surge binding, or at least were not normal surge binding. And... Yeah, that is exactly what happened. And I was pretty pretty dang <laughs> you, pleased with Oathbringer for proving you, me right you there. You had this theory in 2014. Yes. When Birds of Radiance long, came out. But let's just be clear here. time ago. Yes. Um, and for those people who were like really surprised by it, there definitely was lots of foreshadowing. Um, the involuntary nature of these visions, the fact that Renard didn't seem to be able to control himself during them, the fact that like everyone and their axe hound has been telling us that seeing the future is evil and of the Voidbringers and of Odium and don't do it and they have this huge cultural fear and then we have a character yeah, yeah. who's doing it against their will like that just doesn't seem very surge bindy to me mm-hmm. and there have been some red her- uh, herrings uh, to kind of throw us off this trail uh, for one Renarin said that as a truth watcher he sees which I feel like a lot of people are like oh cool it's part of his powers he's fine um mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but we see he that... probably doesn't it, even know what that means, right? Right. And I wonder if he... I'd, I have so many thoughts. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but, okay, I gotta keep organized. Um, we know that the appearance <laughs> of his friend was a big thing. If you... That was another thing I was paying attention to during Oathbringer, the fact that we never saw yep. Gliss, and the fact that mm-hmm. they constantly... They kept mentioning what Truth Watcher's Spren looked like. So that when we saw Gliss, we would see that he didn't match. So um, my personal theory of what is going on with Renarin, I believe that Gliss is a Truth Watcher Spren, which are as of yet unnamed. Um, people have tossed Mist Spren around yes. as a potential, but... Ian, um, mostly. <laughs> I don't like that because uh, I did ask Brandon directly and he said he wasn't ready to canonize it yet, which makes me feel like he hasn't decided. So anyway, it could end up being Mist Spren. I have quibbles about that, but... We'll see. But um, yes. yes, I do believe he is a Truth Watcher Spren who has been... Uh, corrupted by Janot, enlightened, whatever she wants to call it, um, very possibly willingly, 
uh, going into this. Um, yeah. I, I like that theory more and more. And because of this, I believe that um, Renarin gets the full suite of Truth Watcher powers from his friend, who is valid Truth Watcher. But because of the corruption, there's like extra sort of odious influence that comes in. Um, I see. I tend to think that he has two surges that are independent of the corruption, that he can do both. We've definitely seen him do healing. Um, it's a little bit up in the air whether or not we've seen him do illumination on screen. Some people, I, I tend to think that his yep. scene with Adolin in part one is an example of him using both um, progression and illumination. Some people think he just uses progression there. Mm. It's up but for interpretation, not totally, totally clear. So It, it is mm-hmm. clear, though, that he can use at least 100% progression yes. with regular Stormlight right. just as normal. Mm-hmm. So yes. that, that's an important thing to realize, that he can use Surge Binding normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. In that aspect. I know um, the, at the very first when we realized that Gliss was not, that there was something different about Gliss, I thought Gliss might be a Void Sprint and thought that perhaps maybe right. Renarin was like a master of the Void illumination and had just been like covering up all of the void stuff he was doing with that illumination i was like that could be really cool but that is not the case he does actually use stormlight um we can see in his point of view not up for debate could have been cool but that's not what's going on so Mm -hmm. um, yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i tend to think that he has um both of his surges um and then also these visions kind of get co-opted and um I think perhaps uh, illumination is what he's kind of unconsciously using to display them around him. Although mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily mm. because he seems to be the only one who sees them. Whereas Shalon's illusions are visible to everyone. She doesn't have the option of like making things appear just for her. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think that's. I think that that ability is the void truth watcher resonance in that we know that every order has a resonance um that so they have two surges and an extra ability whatever Mm -hmm. that is Mm -hmm. so i think instead of getting the normal truth watcher ability whatever that is he's gets this ability to see the future and i think the, the visions the way they're displayed is in just interacting with his natural brain chemistry because like we know he had seizures before uh-huh. like i don't know if it it was epilepsy or something it was epilepsy. Epile- yes, so it's like epilepsy. it's just interacting yes. with his ep- epilepsy in a interesting way and to this dramatic effect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. possible yeah. Um, oh, snap. There was something about that that I wanted to comment on. Ah, uh, and it's gone. Dang it. Just just so everyone knows, we, we didn't put, we had a section on Renarin and we just said, said in our doc, <laughs> let Alex talk. There's no outline at all. It's just like, yeah, Alex no. will just take care of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. uh, but yeah, I do think um, Renarin has like all of the normal truth watcher powers um there there have been some people who think that like the illumination is void and the progression is normal and he has like one of each um 
But I tend to think that it's like he gets both normal and a little extra. Oh, I remembered what it was. You were talking about the resonances. I tend to think he probably has the Truth Watcher resonance because I'm pretty sure that it is an increased ability to see when people are lying. Um, yeah, based on what yeah. Stump says. We, we have discussed that. Yeah, before, yeah. and um, right. he definitely seems to tune into uh, Adolin around the investigation with Sadeus. Um, Renarin mm. seems to almost immediately know what's going on there, which leads me to yeah, believe that is a very line. good point. Yeah, but I, I think that yeah. this could be sort of a, a void, a, a resonance between the void and the, the void binding and the surge binding, that definitely thing. We know that resonance... <laughs> aren't just a thing that happened with Knight's Radiant. It's any time, like, powers are interacting with each other anywhere in the Cosmere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true with uh, Almancy and Farrakhemi. That's yep. the, the classic Now I really want to see mm-hmm. the resonance that come about when a misting becomes a Knight's Radiant. <laughs> <laughs> Could Probably be a while fun. on that one. But that would be really fun. I yeah. don't... I don't know if uh, we'll if Brandon's outlined those ones. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, yeah. You just Probably need an not. encyclopedia mm-hmm. of rate uh, resonances, like when you mix all of the magics, yeah. what you can get. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Yeah, I don't think yeah, Brandon has to... even figured out <laughs> right. all of them for yeah. Uh huh. and fairings. Yeah, I think if they do. He mentioned they do cancel out though. If there's like enough powers, you kind of get nothing. Oh, like Mistborns yeah, don't say, have. Like, if you're in a lantern with Mistborns don't have like sixteen resonance. Yeah, and two spikes <laughs> yeah. and a spren bond. Like what's yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Which like I think a misting plus a nahil bond. I don't That's think possible, that would be yeah. too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So let's see. This might transition well next time too although a i do want to point out how impressed i am that you figured out the whole red thing early because yep. when i had finished the end of words of radiance i missed the reveal about renarin and was just fully still on board with the fact that dalinar had done it and i was like man they kind of forgot about that at the end <laughs> there's and a lot of people did who did not, even... not realize yeah that renarin was yeah. supposed to be the one who yeah. was doing all of that writing it wasn't made exceptionally yeah. clear it was a little subtle yeah. at yeah. the end. Yeah, but but uh-huh. But anyway, my general perspective is that Renarin is a void binder. And this is what void binding is. It's a corrupted Nahel Spren, and that's what he's doing. He uses Stormlight because that's how it works, because it's originally a Nahel Spren that has been corrupted. I tend to think that both his searches are just the void surges, like void versions of his surge binding, but they're not going to appear terribly different because we've seen the fused use more or less very similar searches to surge binding. So that is true. We have a general understanding that the powers are kind of separate from however you're accessing them. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that's how it is. Renarin is just a void binder. And that is why I believe that in the past there were other corrupted spread and radiance because they've seen void binding before. And my biggest like piece of evidence that I have, in addition to what we've talked about before, is when Renarin shows up to the Oathgate at the end, the Fused all fly over to say hi and salute him, which makes you think that they recognize what he is and that the chasm... Wait, they do? They salute him. They do, yes. yes. Chapter 120. Oh. <laughs> Terrified, he strode down the street, summoning Gliss as a shard blade. As he approached the ramp to the Oathgate, the Fused descended. Four landed on the ramp before him, then gave him a gesture not unlike a salute. Humming to a frantic tune he did not know. 
They know what he is. They've seen it before. Yeah, I guess so. Wow, that's really explicit. I totally yeah, yeah. never Me read too. this. I missed that. I and, didn't make the connection okay, I, I that I it might have been yeah something that they'd seen before. That's that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Vanaren being a void binder is heavily supported by Word of Brandon. Because if you go back to the firefight um, <laughs> tour, Argent uh-huh. asked a question about Renarin, <laughs> which he was sworn it's to secrecy secret about. Yes, <laughs> yes. Argent's and Brennan has since given him permission to divulge this, which he has. And he asked, what's going on with Renarin and his visions? <laughs> And Brandon directed him to what has colloquially been termed the void binding chart in the back end pages of The Way of Kings. And later on, like a couple years later, Brandon was asked about the said chart, and he's like, oh yeah, that's about void binding. That's related to void binding. So you put those two things together, Vanaren is related to this chart that is about void binding. He's void binder. Let's let's dive into void binding. I have really no criticism with what Alex said on Renarin, but that's mostly because whenever I have any thought on Renarin, <laughs> Alex is corrects me. So I'm just like, yep, I, I agree with you, Alex. Learned. I have nothing more to add. You're completely correct in every way, and uh, that's what we like. To when hear. you're wrong, I will be very surprised. <laughs> so. With that, let's let's just talk about void binding because void binding is one of the weirdest things, I think. Yeah, I mean, I will say in a lot of respects. By the time that I like finished Oathbringer and was trying to like get my thoughts straight on what I thought was going on with Renarin, I eventually decided that he probably wasn't a void binder, and so all of these kind of words of Brandon have kind of I'm like, well, I, they do really seem to point that way. But to me, it seemed logical, okay, you know, the fused have things that look like surges, so that's got to be void binding. And uh, I just, I don't think there's like a corrupted spren involved with the fused. That wasn't the uh, idea that I got from that, like possibly, but we didn't see anything about that, which made me think, oh, Renai is just something different, but then maybe not. I don't know. Void binding has me like throwing my hands up in the air. Can you hold that thought about the fused? Can yeah. you hold that thought about the fused for a second? Because, I've been holding uh, it for months. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, because there are exactly two times that void binding is mentioned in the text. Two. Mm. Well, three of them are ours arcanum. So mm. I'm grouping those all as one. And there's only one other time, David mm-hmm. and. It's Way of Kings chapter 18, of all things. A little ways ago, yeah. <laughs> and that's the only time outside of the Arzar canon that void binding has ever been mentioned. Why don't you read that to us? Me? Alrighty. Uh, here we go. This is when Adeline is meeting with the Ardent. Uh, Kadash, who had a bigger part in Oathringer, asking what he yeah, thinks did. about his father's madness and all that stuff for like a little bit of context for people who haven't read the Way of Kings in a while. But... The problem, Bright One, Kadash said, was mysticism. The priests claimed that common men could not understand religion or the Almighty. Where there should have been openness, there was smoke and whispers. 
The priests began to claim visions and prophecies, though such things had been denounced by the heralds themselves. Void binding is a dark huh. and evil thing, and the soul of it was to try to divine the future. And that's all we got. <laughs> uh, in that, it's actually interesting. I don't know if this matters, but the mention of smoke is kind of interesting because we know s- uh, smoke form is a form of power. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that is relevant here, but I just thought that that was interesting. I, I yeah, yeah, I think it's more just a turn of phrase. Probably, probably with the, the mm-hmm. like smoke and mirrors and mm-hmm. stuff with uh, the hierarchy. Um, yeah, that's that's the only one we get. It's about divining the future, but who knows how much that knowledge has been, you know, warped. Uh-huh. Right? Oh yeah. Um. So our other void binding quote uh, is from the Ars Arcanum, and uh, Ian, why don't you read this? I'm not certain yet how the ten levels of void binding, or its cousin, the old magic, fit into this paradigm, if indeed they can. My research suggests that, indeed, there should be another series of abilities that is even more esoteric than the void bindings. Perhaps the old magic fits into those, though I'm beginning to suspect that it is something entirely different different. Which it is, we think. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not a magic system. It's like cultivation spread granting wishes like a genie. Or is it? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. direct <laughs> shardic intervention. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, sorry. I, what I was thinking about there is what the... There should be another series of abilities even more esoteric than the void binding. Yeah. It's just like, wait, what? I can't even follow what it's like saying, so... <laughs> Yeah, the I think it's thing... Fabrigals, like, to be honest. I think it's just Fabrigals. Uh, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here's the central question, guys. Hold up, I think I have one more quote okay. that is relevant, because okay. my Great. encyclopedic Ooh, knowledge of Renarin quotes came in handy as we were reading oh, this. Of course. Um, so uh-huh. this is as while they're talking about Dalinar's visions kind of after they've figured out that they're probably not something he's making up. Mm-hmm. Um, in Way of Kings. And yes, so he's talking with Dalinar and Renarin, actually. Um, and Avani says, uh, Dalinar, the war camps speak of your episodes. Even the wives of your officers are uncomfortable. They think you fear the storms or that you have a disease of the mind. This will vindicate you. Dalinar says, how? By making me into some kind of mystic? Many will think that the breeze of these visions blows too close to prophecy. And notably, Renarin says here, you see the past, father. That is not forbidden. And if the Almighty sends them, then how could men question? Which seems... Hmm. I mean, we, we know that like seeing the future is forbidden, but this idea of like, oh, seeing the past is okay, but that seeing the future is what's forbidden. I almost wonder if Renarin has started having future visions at this point and is like mentioning it almost to himself. Hmm. It's impossible. It, I, huh. I think if that's Renarin more. Renarin says it is interesting. Yeah, I think it's more a loophole that than anything. It's not like it's expressly stated. Oh, seeing the past is okay. It's just it's not explicitly saying. Oh, and seeing the past is bad too. Right. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I've kind of thought in the past too, and this is a little off topic that. The if the truth watcher resonance isn't telling what people are lying or not, that maybe that they could see the past and that the corruption allows them to see the future with going into Odium has always been something that I wondered about. Aww. So So 
Here's here's my question for you guys. Yes. Is void binding what the fused use? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel think like this is a really central be. question. I mean, that's one that I'm going to have a hard time letting go of. Like, the names are so similar with surge binding and void binding. And then we have the powers appearing very similar. We have the charts mm. the that are set up in a similar way. Like, the fused use void light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's I called just, void light. That's I just what it's cannot called. believe that all of those surge like powers are not the thing that has been set up into the rigid system of void binding <laughs> that we have seen so many hints of. Like, yeah. if that's not the case, it might not be the case, but uh, that's going to be a hard one for me to swallow until we've got direct evidence against it. I think that they might be a hack of void binding, sort of. What do you mean? Because... We've seen surge binding being granted through two different ways. The honor blades and the Nahel bond. Yeah. Mm. What if that the um the fused are basically the honor blade equivalent? That there's the monkeying that Odium did to turn them into cognitive shadows granted them these, ab these abilities. But the it's so, like, yeah, it's void binding, but it's not necessarily from the same source as Renarin's void binding. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, that's kind of how I've honestly, like, looked at it, Ian, in my opinion, is that what the Fused have is not so much a natural magic system, in my opinion, so much as it is something that sure. Odium did to them. He granted them these powers directly, and which is also yeah, kind they of do not have a sprint yeah which they also kind of ties well, in with my continuing curiosity about the fact that we still haven't seen a fused use two surges on screen at the same time which still true. leads me to wonder if they only have access to one each individually and there's only nine flavors Types. of them mm -hmm. yeah I will. So I'm kind of on the same track, but I think I lean a lot more toward the fused being the natural expression of void binding and Renarin being more the hack and yeah, that's sort of true. edgy that, that weird case. True. Yeah. Because um, mm -hmm. I really do still like the idea that Renarin's the first Night Radiant that this has happened to. I know there's the Emerald, mm -hmm. but I still don't necessarily think that that person was actually like seeing the future. I think it might be a red herring. Well, what else could it mean, Alex? I think what else does they that mean? just How can sort else of you predicted it? it, and I think it's, it's there to make you enough. not to not question that something's weird with Renarin. Hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. it has more of a purpose than oh, an. Oh, you purpose. think that's what it is? Okay. Yeah, I think right. it's a little more uh -huh. of a red herring. But yeah. anyway, it could oh, it could I... be legit. Okay. Yeah. It's but more yeah, like okay. deductive like reasoning and stuff. Yeah. I think it's foreshadowing for Renarin being weird, not a red herring. Possible. Uh, it could go. I, I think way. that's what that means. Hard yeah. to tell. I think that's what that means. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. my yeah. problem with my problem with the fused being void binders is that, and this is like tough to say because we only get like one person on screen talking about void binding. I feel like void binding is something that humans did because if it wasn't, why are people not pointing at these 
evil demons doing magic and going, oh, damn, that guy's void binding. Look at those void binders over there. You know, like they never get no one ever says, oh, look at the void bindings. Like they're not no no one's making that connection when it should be very intuitive in world, in my opinion. So that's my hesitation on calling them void binders. Also, here, here's another thing. Chris says 10 levels of void binding. 10. There's nine say the, infused orders. The chart has nine. 10 things. The chart definitely yeah. does have 10, which is weird in that respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah I, the whole level. I will say thing we know weird. that. Yeah. Yeah, there were humans who joined with Odium. Um, so it's it's possible that yeah. like the fused oh, kind of get okay. void binding naturally, but there's also possibly a way that humans can get it too. Um, that maybe mm-hmm. does not involve the corrupted Nahel Spren. Um, mm-hmm. It could involve the Void Spren, um, in particular. That that's actually exactly what I wanted to talk about because I just wanted to tell the listeners kind of what's going on with uh, the forms of power with the singers. Uh, mm-hmm. Just that uh, the forms of power with the singers, one that uh, Venli gets, for example, uh, is just the singer bonding with a void spren, and that's granting them uh, more abilities than they normally would. Uh, right. If you look at the listener songs, uh, some of them are very powerful. Venli's is powerful, but not like offensive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not gonna hurt you. an attacky sort of thing. Right, but uh, well, she I can, can say mean ass- things. That, that <laughs> hurts. It can be offensive. That's that's Sticks true. And stones. Um, uh, I tended to side on the idea that some of these uh more fanciful things like night form and smoke form probably require void light because they seem very powerful. Um. OP, please you, nerf. Uh, meets all yeah, of them. Absolutely. Because we... Singers um, that uh, have... Uh, singers that have a form of power are called, are called regals. Just so mm-hmm. we're on yeah. that page. If you want to read more, check out the Voidbringer article on the Coppermine Wiki. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> an in-depth nice explanation. Plug. There we go. Uh, written by uh, you. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> but okay, so... I, I think they ap- those forms of power absolutely require Void Light, because Baido Mishram was connecting to the Parsh, supplying yeah. Void Light in forms of power. There were yeah, no they... fused around, so why would mm-hmm. her supply of Void Light be such a thing if... Forms of power didn't use it. Maybe, totally correct. Maybe because I no 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 the 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 part three epigraphs say they wanted to remove the supply of void light mm-hmm, but from she, the enemy. Uh-huh. So I but in my opinion, we see uh, Regal's in storm form, Venley in envoy form for most of the book, and we never see her at any point have to make use of void light to do her tra- to do her it's translation true? they so never not requiring they're void not light doing is weird. to shoot lightning bolts to do their little spider-man hand thing to climb down the chasm so there's no mention of using void light i true so i kind of feel like the void light in the line where it mentions it's kind of 
talking about void light and facilitating forms of power. So in my opinion, they void light might be a way to get a form of power and not necessarily something that they need once they have it. That's uh, a good point. Maybe. Yeah. That's a very good point. Um, I feel like the only thing that I'm really sure about with void binding is that I don't have enough information to be sure yeah. of anything. <laughs> I, I will point out that conventionally singers transform, change forms at the moment uh, where gemstones are infused. It, it, like in the high storm. And there's mm-hmm. like storm yeah, kind of like a light, being shoved light everywhere. To there. Mm. So that that is a very good point. That it requires they require investiture to change forms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at decay form. Decay form destroys the souls of dreams. <laughs> okay, that oh sounds God. nice. Just like that's very the first pleasant. Line. Like, like oh, it's crazy. Uh, Goodness. Seek not its touch, nor beckon its screams, deny it. <laughs> like, they're crazy powerful. Um, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know, uh, but I feel like Void Light's important somehow, but you're right, it isn't clear how it's used. Um, so, getting back to my question on, are the fused Void Binders, Okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't quite fit because Chris says ten levels of void binding. That's what she says, right? Um. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, what if the series of abilities, even more os- esoteric than void bindings, is what the fuse use? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they only have nine of like them. That. There's still only nine. I, I don't know, but it would be another series that's not the ten levels of void binding. That's why I'm bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, but there's only nine categories still. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Where remind me where we get the nine number? Is that from Moash saying yeah. he's only seen nine types? Because if these are like radiance, yeah. we could have kind of a bondsmith equivalent. Like maybe the tenth type, there's only three of them. So Moash had not seen any of those. But it makes sense that odious. But yes, nine is a very odious nine, number. Because that's uh-huh. his number. Often it I is just wouldn't take Moash having counted them himself as hard set canon. Yeah. True. Okay, well, yeah. And now I'm word searching the word nine. <laughs> oh, you're gonna get a nine. lot of results. Nine? Yeah. yeah. And it's possible even that Chris is wrong. Like she she is not also infallible. True. She is still figuring this out. Yeah. So she's operating. The charts off of are in universe in too, aren't they? Like even yes. the void branding mm, chart could be wrong, right? Yeah, Trust I, nothing. I would be a lot less happy if the void binding chart is I would wrong also because be it looks cool. I'd be kind of bummed. But <laughs> I'm very interested to see VR's Arcanum for book four. Yeah, though I that guess. depends really on get a lot of new stuff. Yeah, de- depending on are they going to tell people about Renarin? Because he has oh, a hard enough a time question. already. Yeah, I could see them. I could see. Oh, I don't think they're gonna share that. That would floor me if they were like, "Hey, by the way, our buddy's corrupted by odium, his friend, but he's cool. Don't worry about him." Yeah, you know. But also look at the situation. Hiding things got got them. Yeah. Like it almost destroyed uh, their coalition. 
do they really want to risk that I feel like might do again? some research on her own with Renarin first before deciding whether to tell people, because that feels like kind of the Yasna move. I yeah. wish Yasna just knew what it was, and she'd been like, at the end of the book, just been like, oh, by the way, Renarin, this is what you are. I figured it out already. You know, and we all would have had an answer. Yasna is awesome, but she is not perfect. Sacrilege if that only. that may be. I know, yeah. I mean, she did it does come appear up- that the the. Oh, go ahead. Uh, sorry, sorry. You you can go on. I just finished my going through all the instances <laughs> of nine and Oathbringer, so you know, no big deal. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, Yasna did come up with the idea that the best plan to stop the desolation was to kill all the heralds, which may not have been the greatest. We are going to have a podcast about that because that sounds like a crap plan. By the I way, I was just- gonna say, like. <laughs> Signs of Yasna's that is a Sons of Honor level plan right there. That's a Sons of Honor plan. Low blow. Right there. That's, that's a crap that's plan. Mean. That's a crap plan. I'm sorry. She's not as bad <laughs> as the Sons of Honor. I know. Okay, Nobody's it's a as bad as the but Sons not much of Honor. <laughs> uh, I wonder well, what the they are doing now. I, I would anyway, say the Invisitors <laughs> are pretty far down there. <laughs> they're trying. They're they're working <laughs> they with have what they an got. amazing idea for a YouTube video. That's just. What are the worst plans in the Cosmere? Let's rate them on a scale and order them. Envisagers, Sons of Honor, really low down there. Um, but uh, yes, so Moash does, he is the one who says, there were nine orders of them. Why not ten? But uh, this is at, at the end, right when he's about to kill Yezrian. So hmm. I mean, there, there could be a tenth, but nine... Yeah. yeah it fits thematically it does mm-hmm. it totally Which does. lends weight uh, to his observation I, yeah i feel like uh, we're at the point where like both sides just have a list of pros and cons on them and to yeah. me neither seems like it's really that much better or worse like could be 10 could be nine could be the fused right, yeah. could be something else like so <sighs> okay Let's let's just let's just parse out void binding. I would think void binding would be what the humans who came from Ashen used. That's how they accessed the surges through void binding. That's just kind of an etymo- etymological reason, but all stuff that. tends to be odium, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not totally sold on that, but I don't think that uh, the humans who the humans who came from Ashen did not access the surges the same way that surge binders do. Oh. That was not formal surge binding. Yeah, for sure not. So, be- because uh, and to the listener, uh, that's because the Spren mimicked the Honor Blades and that bond. So we we know that. In the first desolation before the heralds, there was no surge binding in the traditional sense that we think of it. Mm-hmm. So I would think that that's void binding. There, uh, the fused are accessing surges in different ways. Uh, maybe void binding, maybe not. I don't know. But uh, I think it makes sense that you could maybe call that void binding. But Maybe. At, at the same time, we're kind of saying Renarin's a void binder, and that required a Nahel spread, and those yeah. wouldn't have existed back then, right? I, I think I, we, we've discussed this before. 
Yeah. I think we've discussed this before about... Have we? Well, the thing I'm about to bring up... Oh, okay. (laughs) ...that perhaps they used the surges through the use of Fabrials. I think. We've discussed that Uh, before, right? uh, Not on the podcast, I don't think. Okay. So, possibly that using... Surge binding isn't what's dangerous. Like, using surge binding without the mediating effects of the spread to kind of make things less dangerous, as we see with... honor that was mediating. Well, I'm just talking about how um, soul casters who use fabrials go Oh, my apologies. My bad. Yeah, no, I totally know what you're saying. Whereas Mm -hmm. doing it with a friend, it's safer. It's Mm -hmm. You're not going to be freaky stone monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't agree that the ancient humans, the first Voidbringers, just use Fabrials. I do not agree with that. Okay. Uh, because from the Isla Stale, they come from another world using powers that we have been forbidden to touch. Dangerous powers of Spren and Surges. They destroyed their lands and have come to us begging. Well, that might Additionally, be... Additionally... Oh, sorry. Additionally, uh, well, I'm looking at the listener songs and uh, those, when they use uh, the context of surges, they're always, they're, they're always referring to human surges. Uh, but I think the biggest quote is this one. The betrayal of Spren brought us here. They gave their surges to human heirs, but not to those. Not to those who know them most dear before us. Tis no surprise we turn uh, away unto the gods we spent our days, and to become their molding clay, they changed us. Which is weird. The betrayal of Spren and the gods, I, I feel like we're not getting the full story there with mm-hmm. just how we know the timeline needs to be. Yeah. Because <laughs> the heralds need to exist, and I don't see why the heralds would need to exist until uh, the ancient singers became the fused right like yeah doesn't i I think it's important that those songs were when the last legion split off yeah from biodomishram they were in dull form uh sorry small correction probably be from the last desolation not uh from biodomishram i i Really? No, there, there, there is an implication, at least in the, uh, okay, in the story of the listeners that they specifically threw off their gods and left the gods. Okay, yeah, yeah, body yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then it could be that. I was mm, conflating two different. I wrote things. that wiki article. Yeah. I wouldn't know anything. It, it's about. like at the time they were not connected to Biodomishram was right, the thing yeah, that yeah, was yeah, right, I agree. Brain. So yeah, sorry, mm, sorry. Yes, I agree. Regardless, like when they turned away. They were in dull form. They tried to record, like, these were all, like, all these songs were composed from the memories of dull forms, which... True, true. There's going to be yeah. some misinformation in there. And it's like, yeah, that's mm, the singers, well, the listeners, they're also 
would be contextualizing everything based on what they know. It's like they know right. about, oh, hey, that friend bonded that guy, and now he has surge binding. They wouldn't remember the ancient yeah. uh, human void breakers. Yeah, because right? mm, mm-hmm. we see that the listeners didn't even know you could capture spread in gems. They didn't know about yeah. Gabriel's. They might have right. at one point, but modern day listeners didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm kind of going from the Isla Stelay, that uh, dangerous powers of Spren and Surges. Uh, I feel like, I mean, I guess Fabriel's could be more impressive, but that sounds pretty magical to me. Yeah. Um, so I- I'm kind of thinking that uh, those Voidbringers had abilities uh, and just with them being called void bringers i'm gonna say void binding because it's spren is very much a roshar thing as far as we know there aren't spren on ashen (laughs) well we don't know what the context of anything on ashen would be other than some germ magic so yeah i mean you're, you're totally right i totally agree with you there but uh it it is strange but that it, it at least implies you can access surges on Ashen. I think that's pretty clear, mm-hmm. uh, at least. Um, yeah, I my only thought that might kind of like go around that is that the original singers that were writing this knew that for whatever reason, like Deep Past, they said that they were forbidden to touch these same powers right. that they knew of as powers of Spren. But that doesn't mean that the humans who are using powers that do the same things were necessarily using Spren. That might just be the only way the singers knew how to do knew that. How to, yeah. Knew how to access it. Yes. I'm pretty into that, actually. Yeah. Is, uh, is my thought, my only thought, so. Like, it, yeah. So, that aside, with that tangent on the human Voidbringers, yeah. um, just a minor thing, not important, I'm sure. Um... I think with Renarin, we're seeing void binding maybe in a different way that is through this corrupted spren, which I don't think is what happened with the the human void bringers, and I don't think is happening with the fused. I don't I think those are all those potentially could all be three different things. Mm. The human void bringers, the fused, and Renarin's void binding, I guess. I'm on I'm on board with yeah three different kind of expressions of the same sort of basic magic system. I think that's what I'm leaning yeah. toward right now. Yeah, because I think with the hack of them being it being a Nahel bond, I think that's what's letting him get the stormlight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh and maybe in whatever the pure void binding senses that would require the void light mm-hmm. rather than uh stormlight yeah mm-hmm. i don't know Vinar could pro- probably use either because he has that wouldn't surprise me that if connections would be really to both interesting sides. yeah yeah I'd, that'd, that'd awesome. be cool that'd be kind of fun yeah like he yeah. runs out of stormlight and then but like there's a whole bunch of void light around and like steals fused like, void light oh snap <laughs> It it is really interesting that uh, 
the fuse recognized that, so I guess it's not that unique of a thing, right? They remember. Hey, what's up? Salute. I know what you are type thing. That that kind of blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Possibly, yeah. I could see that they just recognize Odium's investiture in him or connected to him, and that might just be what they're recognizing. Not necessarily that they yeah. saw it before, but it is a good idea. I... I yeah, that feel it's when just, if, if the Chris... enemies in your book series are nicer to your son than Shalon was. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, bad now. Oh, oh, that's good. <laughs> um, I'm kind of just wondering how Chris knows about ten levels of void binding. Like, is are these written after the True Desolation? I don't think I don't so. I, I be- think I she's... Bet she's done some research in like the mythology of what it is. Yeah. There may be uh, records off-world of stuff from Roshar that the hierarchy did not corrupt. Yeah, That's a good point. Holy crap, that is a cool idea. There there almost definitely should be, actually. There Mm -hmm. absolutely should be. Whoa. Take Yasna world hopping, Records in Shadesmar. Just records Mm -hmm. in Shadesmar. Straight up. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. it doesn't even need to be world hopping. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, that's crazy. Which I th- um, or would like even Western Roshar wouldn't have been touched by yeah, the hierarchy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's lots of ways for that to get out there, but that that seems to imply the void binding's coming. So, in that train of thought, if there are ten levels of it, then it's not that unique of a thing, right? Yeah, it's. I don't like that comment because it doesn't make sense. (laughs) I agree. I don't understand what that means with respect to anything. Like, I guess, yeah, sure. There's a chart in the back. It's got 10. All right. Void binding chart. What does that have to do with Renarin? Uh, I guess he's a void binder. Yeah, it's kind of the implication. But if that's common, then Hesse's just completely wrong, right? About uh, Janat. Yeah, although Janat, yeah. I still think that feels like something the Radiance would have tried to conceal. I don't think they would have been I think down. so, too. I think so, too. It could have been one of those things that uh, was more commonly known and feared during the Desolations, and we're seeing the Radiance talk uh, 2,000 years later, right? Mm-hmm, true. And so they'll be like, yo, that. don't worry, guys, you don't have anything to worry about. Hmm. Uh, I we definitely didn't get any answers at all about any of these things because it's just like God. I at least if you're listening, you're kind of thinking, <laughs> "Wow, there's a lot of weird crap going on here," and I don't know really how it connects perfectly. If you're lost about void bringing, uh, bringing, don't worry, everyone is. It's not that you haven't gotten Except the Brandon. answers yet. Brandon's Except the Brandon. only one who understands it at the moment. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know what? It's kind of a f- yeah. fun place to be in theorizing. Like, you don't, you you can feel whatever you want about void binding. It's probably plausible. Go for it. Live your dreams, theorizers. It's kind of like before Hero of Ages, what hemallergy is. What could that be? Yeah. You know? Just make it's stuff like up. that era. It's mm-hmm. fun. You never know. Could be right. Type it up. Get to say I told you so somewhere down the line. It's a it's fun such a feeling. crazy thought. <laughs> oh yeah this is a 
just a crazy thought that not only do we have fused stuff and nine orders of them to explore, which we like barely saw any of that in Oathbringer. We saw like gravitation ones and that's the ones we fought. That's like it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we saw, maybe we saw like one other? We saw one There's like some edge dancer ones. There was a light weaver yeah, okay. one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a fuse that like molded the sh- carapace on his arm into like yeah. tools. Oh, and like big and like the big armory one that was beating the crap out of Kaladin. Yeah. So if that's the, so, we have nine orders of those to think about, ten or ten levels of void binding to think about, and whatever the crap human void bringers do. So we got <laughs> three more easy. <laughs> like oh goodness, mm. and wherever Renard falls on that spectrum, <laughs> Fabrials. <laughs> oh, Roshar and Fabrials. Everything's extra. So, we're book three. There's plenty more to discover. Amen. Um, any any last thoughts? Any last thoughts on uh, Void Binding? Void Bringing? Um, not the same as Void Binding. I saw you say Void Bringing, Alex. <laughs> or heard you. Did I? Not saw. Oh my gosh. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah, you gosh. Did. You did. There's too You're many words. Void- no, I'm kicked You're off the no. podcast. Look, if it wasn't Renarin, if it wasn't about Renarin, don't 100% trust anything I say. Renarin's the only thing I know <laughs> what I'm true. talking that, about. That with. is true. <laughs> that is true. B- because when, when David said, yeah, the fuse salute, and you said yes, that meant I knew it was real. <laughs> Not that I didn't believe David, but if, if David didn't read the quote and Alex agreed, then I'm 100% on board. 100%. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad I well, could do I, I totally believe him. With Alex, I don't need a citation needed thing, you know? (laughs) Citation Alex. Yep, yep. Um, all right, well, I think that's about it, because I think our brains are just confused at this stage. Pretty much. (laughs) But, uh... And will be till 2020, 2021. (laughs) Hopefully we've confused the audience with us, and we can all suffer together. But... (laughs) You know what? You probably know about how weird stuff is, and maybe more about Renarin and Janat. Hey. I like how my pronunciation of Janat has not been consistent in this podcast <laughs> at all. I'm just like flipping between the two <laughs> totally randomly. I'm sure someone in the comments is really pissed off about it. <laughs> uh, so on that note, please feel free to comment below. <laughs> uh Feel free to like and subscribe or dis- dislike the video uh, or so follow on SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter on 17th Shard. Uh, come chat with us on Discord and uh, the forums. And you can ping us directly uh, if you want to talk about stuff. Uh, there's still lots of Oathbringer discussion happening on Discord and the forums. So please feel free to join in. Tell us your Voidbringer thoughts. Void binding. Mm-hmm. Tell us your That's thoughts about all of Renarin those things. And, and I always Alex will be there. I will so. be there. I'm coming. I'm there already. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're in the spiritual realm. Just every connection with Renarin. Basically, That's basically how just, it works. You're already there. <laughs> if you say yep. Renarin's th- name three times and then spin around, Alex will just appear behind Alex you. Alex will be there. Absolutely. Just like Beetlejuice. But uh I was gonna say Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh. I, I was All of those summoning but, yeah. rituals work. So toll free. For Alex in particular. All of those she things, will yeah. be there. 
Will you bring your cat too when you're summoned? Probably. She's probably being naughty and I'm like in the middle of punishing her. And then I just appear in your room like, oh, hey, we're talking about Renara now? Cool. Isn't he the best? (laughs) That's how it works. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. See you next time. I have no idea. See you later. Bye. Bye. Call.